Ladies and gentlemen, another edition of the Mexican Soccer Show. An hour-long podcast dedicated to all things Mexican football. And we have a lot to talk about, mostly La Selección de México Mayor, Sub-23. And we have a great, great show. Say hello to Miss Adriana in La Ciudad de México. Adriana, good to join us. I see the sun. That means it's, you're joining us during the daytime. It's not like at 11 p.m. for you. No, it's it's 6 p.m. and it, there's still sunlight. And I mean, See? we haven't we have we don't have like daylight savings time yet. I think it's coming up in a couple of weeks. We're gonna have like sunlight like around like 7:30 p.m., which is like amazing for me because I actually love like like this daylight savings time, not the one we're coming out of because that one really sucks. It's daylight like like savings time. It's so like 6 a.m. and the sun is like in like coming inside the window, so you have to get up no matter what. I don't like that. <laughs> Why can't we all just can you imagine all around like in one time, just like everybody's in one time all around the world? Like, just get used to it. He's only saying that because Arizona doesn't change at all. It doesn't. And I knew you were going to chime in. <laughs> I don't change, but I'm always like catering to yours. You know, I'm always, yeah, what's Pacific and Eastern Central? No one cares about mountain time. I'm not even mountain time right now. I'm Pacific. But anyway, who is Pacific is Mr. Cesar. Yeah, man. It is confusing, though. I had a meeting with someone from, I think they were like based out of Veracruz like last Friday. And they're like, cool. So they're like, 2 p.m. your time, 4 p.m. my time. I was like, yeah, dude, got it. Boom, boom, boom. And then we realized mm-hmm. on four, four o'clock uh, on his time was obviously about two o'clock my time. And it's that weird, it's and it's that weird time where what, what is it? Mexico doesn't switch until is it early yeah, april like a couple of weeks april, yeah april. it's early april yeah. and it's like weird because like league of becky's games are like an hour off <laughs> and like one of them started like eight o'clock the other like the like last friday anywho doing well just looking forward to <laughs> when i can predict that most stuff that's happening Mexico is just two hours ahead as opposed to one hour and everything's really confusing and then yeah but then there's a there's also baja california right and like the like cancun is that aren't those in different times i think uh, um Tijuana i don't is. think baja is Tijuana is, Tijuana, Tijuana is, I thought. Tijuana is on, is in no, San Diego, so. is in San Diego, U.S. time. I don't yeah. know about, because it's obviously easier for like commerce and whatnot, but. <laughs> you cross the border here. Oh, <laughs> you cross the border. Funny. It's like an yeah, hour and a half. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Last call. Nope. No, wait a second. <laughs> cross the border. <laughs> we still got one around. No, 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 no. It's weird because the other day somebody, uh, you know, told me, hey, uh, I can do you know, 10 a.m. Central and oh, no, Eastern. And then I tell the person, can you do 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern? They're like, no, I can only do 10 a, uh, 11 a.m. Central. And I'm like, okay, I'm mountain. What is that? Like you just, I start doing all these. Uh, uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, and then hello, Amy. Also Pacific time. You're cool. See, only change once. We're in the same time zone. Yeah, you're not in the future anymore. So you not can't tell me future. what's going on. <laughs> no, so. no, 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 no. Uh, all right, all right. So we have a great, great show. Lots of talk about La Selección. Lots of game has started. Get ready. Because I think we're going to be playing over 25 to 30 games um, this year, I think. Yeah, looking at everything. So we're going to, yeah, let's, there's going to be lots and lots of talk it's about. It's so, not even the most busy year for old 3 It is not. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> it's not at all. But before we talk about La Selección and the games, the, the Preolimpico there in uh, Guadalajara, um, New Jersey dropped Rosa Mexicanos. And I want to hear your thoughts. There's a lot of people have been talking about it. Obviously, this is not like brand new information. This jersey was supposed to drop last year, but obviously with COVID and it wasn't like the greatest idea and campaign to, hey, we have a jersey when all the things was happening. So um, the FMF in Mexico decided to just wait up. And then obviously now it's snuck up on us. 
and the jersey, which is uh, black and pink, Rosa Mexicano, with they uh, it came out today in the morning with um, a few of the like there was a, a cool little launch. But I want to hear you guys' uh, thoughts, initial thoughts from the leak to now. How you're feeling? We'll start with Cesar. Uh, well, I think it's it's interesting because. We've seen the rumors for so long, yeah. so it's not really a surprise. And once everyone was tweeting out the hashtags and whatnot, we knew it was kind of something was going to be announced today. We we're going to start to see some of the people busting out the jerseys. But I mean, I mean, I always feel uneasy an about most of the new jerseys. Am I that? I mean, I genuinely don't like them, but I think it's safe to say that this is the one I hate the least on first viewing does that make sense like like obviously i'm one of the i know like it's definitely like a big argument for people right now like Dude, if you're, people are mad people hate it's it like, I, mean, it's I, don't, like I don't hate against, it yeah it's against your patriarch like like people are like this is not mexico like I'm mad. i would just i would just like to chime in and say that there are people behind the social media accounts and um, they have feelings and they have children that are pulling their hair <laughs> while they're just trying to post something at 10 a.m thank you <laughs> yeah it's, it's weird how much people hate because like i don't because i feel like i don't hate this as much as the other ones in recent history if that makes any sense i don't know like like as mentioned as i've mentioned a bunch of times on twitter every single year i'm saying that i hate it but then a few months from now i'm definitely gonna want it and i'm gonna like buy a knockoff somewhere you know so those are my it's, thoughts. it's funny you mention that because i feel like when you actually like put it on and like you, you see it, and the colors are different, obviously. Well, right? someone but, already has it. We said, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they sent it. They, they, they Why do people keep sending you stuff, man? I don't know. I don't know. I had Carlos on the show last week. Look, you weren't here last week. I need answers. <laughs> was Carlos in, got, was Carlos, Carlos in charge of that too? Should people? No, I'm just Carlos kidding. also got one too. He's lucky he's not on the pod today. I'm gonna ask him too. <laughs> it um. Every time when I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, I'm like, I don't like it. Like when you first come out, I think there hasn't been a shirt that I've been like, this shirt is awesome. Send like, it my way, we saw. Huh? <laughs> Send it my way if you don't no, like it. No, 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 no. <laughs> like when you first see it, when you first see it, when I first saw it last year, I'm like, I don't know if I like that design. When you see it in front of you, like, and and like you put it on, like it, it's, I, I, I like it. And then I saw the players. I think it was when I saw the players where like the full kit, like the shorts and everything, I think it's going to look really cool on the field. Now, that being said, you, you, I, I don't think I would want this as a World Cup shirt um, if we didn't have the green. Like, I think a lot of people are like, no, we got to stick with the green. Every Why don't four we have years. A, a red jersey? Why is it so complicated? We have a green jersey, we have a white jersey. I don't remember the last time we had a red jersey. 2014. Was that technically red? That wasn't red. It was that technically red. red? You're right. It wasn't red. <laughs> that was like, that was like red orange. Little, yeah. Like, like, yeah, blood we orange. Yeah, blood orange. That's a way to say it. It was blood orange. Yeah. It, it was <laughs> Dangerously orange, close so. to red. <laughs> <laughs> the um, thing is, when, when you go to school over here, like one of the things that you have to memorize the most when you're like in elementary school is every color has a, like a symbol behind it, right? Green is hope, or then white is like patriotism or something I already forgot. And then red is the blood of all the heroes that gave us our independence. So it's like that, oh. like blood, like like it's an intense red. So it just can't be any red. And then they come up with that blood, blood orange thing in 2014. And I'm like, that's not like on our flag. I'm like, not even like a, like a washed up flag that you just left, like left somewhere. But remember the burgundy was the initial color. Yeah, that, that's okay. It's not as bad. And I, I just, I, I, go like back, a, like a blood I go back to this. Adidas is going to come out with a shirt every 
every year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everyone always yeah. makes it seem like this is the shirt for the rest of our lives. <laughs> every year since 2006, when Adidas got the contract, 2007, right? Every year we've gotten a shirt and it had, they have been the, remember the green paleta ugly one. There's, you know, I think. We've, we've Atlanta, also had like every, every like possibility of green. Every possible. green. I mean, like, yeah, just like every yeah, green yeah. you could like think of, we've had that. Forest we had like, green. like the 2002 one, which was a bit darker. Yeah, like forest Oh, that green. very dark green, yeah. The, that the very old. dark green. That's actually like a flag color. It's more towards like that yeah. kind of green. And then and we it, had like a really light one, which was kind of almost electric, which had like, you know, the sleeve was like, like halfway between your elbow and your wrist. That, that, that was the paleta one. I actually yeah, like that 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 was nice. Yeah, that was when you go to the una paleta de paletero, the, the green lime. <laughs> that was <laughs> <laughs> that's the exact same color. And I remember a lot, I still have that shirt because I still have uh, my shirt. Yeah, I have I got shirt. I got it with Neri Castillo's name on it and then I got his autograph. Yeah, exactly. It's a Neri Castillo jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that was, that's not too bad. I mean, it's not the it's not the one that it's comes up in the flag, but it that was it was okay. I guess at the very least they're trying something different, different. It, when you could I mean, that's I'll, I'll give them that you know I'm not entirely happy with this I like I said what's once you see the players around them once I see people walking around you know the streets yeah, and whatnot maybe. with them I'll probably want one but at the very least it's 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 different and you know and you, especially when you see some of the pretty boring uh Adidas jerseys out there I mean people immediately point to you know what's happening in Major League Soccer with those jerseys but I guess that's a different conversation you know those could definitely be very very boring and dull so at least this is a little interesting Although, although what I want to know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask like Adriana about this. Well, like, what's so it's like Mexican pink, like an actual. Th I'm saying this as, as like a, yeah. a, a Mexican American who who <laughs> doesn't know enough about Mexican like culture, but just like is, is Mexican pink like an actual see? thing that people are proud of? Yeah, I, I yeah, feel like yeah, I don't it, see that it, out it totally here. Is. It okay. totally is. Like you could you could actually tell someone it's rosa mexicano and they'll an understand palette. like what tone it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's an actual yeah. palette. It's it like really? a. It's like a type of pink you would see like in, in the movie Coco. <laughs> yeah, it's the co it's the Coco pink. Yeah, that pink yeah. is the uh, kind of like the little papalitas. Papel is that what it is? The little little papers and then and then yeah, um, yeah, the papel picado, the ones yeah. you have like the dead. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you saw yeah you saw a lot of it. Isn't yeah, it, it, it's that kind Over of. There were I, mean, I, I I really loved like that color. I, I love the idea of having a, a pink and black jersey. I thought that was awesome. I just like it's more like the design, the one the that design. didn't come. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. too convinced about. It. I looked at it and I was I like, I think see they the could koala. Have done better. <laughs> yeah, now everybody. I sees can't unsee the koala. That thank yeah. you, Melissa. She 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 was the one that thought of that. Put the little that was hilarious, the koala. But um, look at the end of the day, it's a black jersey. You could put it with some denim. It's not gonna look terrible. <laughs> is is that the thing? Is that what we're heading with? Like jerseys, which I don't know. Like I don't entirely hate that idea, but just like now, it's like the jersey. It's like the jerseys are supposed to look good with like a pair of jeans. Like, I mean, that's it, like well, that's what I was kind of gonna st gonna start with. Like, look, in, in line with Adidas launches, like Arsenal, a lot of people weren't in favor of like the white one that looked like it had like blood like splotches on <laughs> that it. That was funny. But I have it and I love it now. Like I wasn't super into it, but like it's pretty chill and it looks cool if you put and yeah, in a sense, like they are trying to commercialize it there where it's like, oh, that that looks cool. What is that? Well, it's a jersey and but like you could wear it too. So in that aspect, I'm like, somebody could style this pretty well with something. I think that's exactly what it's going for. Like if you look at the people who don't like it, 
people like in the 30s, millennials are like slowly getting older, guys. And we talked about this because I think I think Gen Z is like, oh, I'm going to put a denim jacket over That's it. True, and I turn like, 30 next year. That's good. It, it's like, I'm going to put a denim jacket over it and no skinny pants. And, you know, like, like and we're like, no. Are you saying we're like old man yells at like pink and black cloud? Is that what I you're think, saying? I Just think like... we are. I think because if we look at the people that like it, like a lot of young people like it. This Gen Z, they're like, yeah, let's do it. No, they don't know any better. That they don't. They don't know like the actual like good they, jerseys. They already canceled us, Adriana. They're, they're, <laughs> they make fun they, of our skinny jeans and our and our like, side, they, our side you, parts. You remember the Charlie Brown one, the one that had like a design, like a weird design as well, like the orange, the blood orange one. Yeah, it's a blood that, orange. That's one. the best thing they they've lived so far. That's why they think this is like right, like right up there. <laughs> okay, but that one had. Not. I don't even remember like that one. With everyone, cr- I I remember looking. I'm like, that is pretty ugly, but. In Brazil, like in Brazil, when that color was there, it was pretty cool to see like everyone with that jersey, like in the stands. So I don't know. It's only the, gonna last. Year. I mean, that one was pretty bad though. Come on, the Charlie. Yeah, no, I'll give that one. Was that one was But then people, but I think that one made the Power Ranger one look better. <laughs> it was the same year, and you're like, that one's like okay, because I remember seeing the, the one. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, there, Adidas comes out with the with some designs out there it's either really really bland or like just or you have like what i'm just looking but, at it i can't think i can't unsee the koala oh, but I, you oh know, so at the end of the day i, I like I, as soon as i saw it and then now that i have it um i like it i think it's cool i'm aware you know what i i still think though the best black jersey we've had was the one from 2010 the first one it was. We already got an argument about this. I think it's 2011 yeah. one. The gold and black is the best one. Okay, that could be just like second best. You're wrong. Okay. No, that's not the best one. I think oh, which the one? original oh, black one was just awesome because you know it had like these little like feather designs, like like a yeah, that was cool. Thing. That was really cool. I didn't. You know what? <laughs> I, and then you I had got... like green on one sleeve and then red on the other, mm-hmm. like actual like red. <laughs> I think <laughs> the reason why I didn't like it is because I think I bought it for like twenty dollars off a little tiendita, and then <laughs> and no. like, yeah, and I, I should have gotten the I should have gotten the like I don't know why I didn't. It's a cool cup here, but all right. So anyway, so I think they will be on sale tomorrow, and um. I'll if you want 10% off, just use code Mexican. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. There's the, have you seen the training uh, jackets for it? No. They I've look not. really cool. Oh, okay. That's Yeah. The black, it's, it's, it's a pink Adidas training jacket with just the logo and then the pink Adidas on it. So you know how they have the white? It looks really cool. So I think this whole like line of it is going to be pretty cool. The pink and black. Sometimes uh, that happens. Like the training kit is actually better than the actual jersey. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, it happens pretty frequently. Yeah. Just said my stimmy just hit. This could be my wedding present to you if you really want the jersey. Really? I I think I'll. I know. I think I'll probably also get a knockoff. I don't know what it, what a wedding gift entitles. So it's <laughs> it's actually finding the ninety eight jersey. Oh, uh, just give wait. me the ninety eight jersey. Oh, that's okay. that's. Uh, what you know, if we give like them both? Whoa! I mean, Kim oh. and Cesar this jerseys, and they wear it. Sometime yeah. in the night. She she roots for US soccer and it bothers me. What? Doesn't matter. She still I didn't know this information. Her I gotta talk to your parents now. We need to have a discussion. <laughs> well, not my parents, her parents. Like, no, I know. No one but... has anything forever, hold their peace. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll get to some actual football and talk about because we had important important games. But uh, we're in consensus that it's not horrible. Some people like it, some people don't, but don't go crazy on it because I think a lot of people worked really hard for these campaigns and don't, you know, shoot us because 
they came out with the design we're amplifying it anyway um you'll see uh you'll see more content actually coming out um from uh adidas la and i was a part of that with some interviewing some fans about what the jersey and what mexico means to them and some of the players from tmj so uh there should be more content coming out it should be pretty pretty cool they, they really i really like the fact that they tried to come into the u.s and say hey guys like what what can we do for this jersey and uh, really talk to some mexican-american fans so should be should be fun so there's some content that's coming out uh, all right all right all right Preolimpico, it's finally here. One of, uh, we'll start with, it's the second game of 25 to 30 games that we're going to play that, that are going to be important. But, la, yeah, it was, let's just talk about the group really quick. And I'll start with you, Adriana, with the U.S., um, Dominican Republic, Costa Rica, and Mexico. For some reason, I, I don't know, is it just me? But I thought it was going to be a lot harder. Yeah, right? I, I, was, also, I was actually thinking about that yesterday. Um, as we saw the U.S., just like, Mexico, I mean, not effortless, but still, I, I thought it was going to be just a bit harder for them to get through some of the teams, maybe just a little bit during the games. And then it's like they're not, I mean, we, we know they're in semifinals before they actually face each other. So they're, they're only going to be um, competing to see who's first place and who's second. It doesn't really determine anything except who you're going to face for the, for the semifinals. Um, I'm glad for about like, like, like looking at Mexico, I think I was pretty glad just to see them do as well. I do think though that their efficiency, like their goal scoring could be a lot better because I do think they're struggling just sometimes like during the games. Um, Jaime Lozano talked about it and he said, we should have like a 50% efficiency, like for every 10 shots, we should be scoring at least five of those. I like that he, he set the bar that high because I do think that against some of the rivals, you could expect something like that. Um, so yeah, I, I was still, I thought they would struggle just a bit more. So I'm, I'm not even entirely sure if it's going to be at all, um, too difficult against the U S I thought the U S was going to have tons more score, uh, scoring as well. So, uh, let's, let's see how, how they do it on, on Wednesday. I mean, still, I, I, I'd love for them to have like a really tough match because I want that rivalry to just grow and have like a new generation of players that have like all these previous games against each other. Um, and start growing up on that. But yeah, I, I thought it was just going to be a tad more complicated at this at this point. Cesar, to you, the very first game, uh, Dominican Republic, like when you hear Mexico face Dominican Republic and you're like, oh, it could be like 8-9-0. But for this game specifically, we didn't think it was going to be that easy. Dominican Republic is surprised. You know, they have a great coach that knows the Mexican game. Um, it wasn't a bad showing. People wanted 6-7, but I thought a 4-0 was okay. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, I talked about like with, with Carlos uh, last week, like, I don't know, you, you can't really take them lightly when, because, uh, I mean, a lot of people just see a flag, you know, they just see like, oh, it's Dominican Republic, they're not like, a, you know, a CONCACAF powerhouse, but, you know, but Jacques Passy, you know, their manager, he seems to be doing, you know, some fairly interesting stuff over there. I know, you know, they're no longer going to qualify for the next round, but you saw them do a decent oh my roster. You saw them do a decent job against the United States in that first half. We know what yeah. ha happened in the second half, but I thought I thought they were finding out. I'm, I don't know. I I guess in general, when you look at that game for Mexico, when you look at the most recent win for Mexico, you know they got the job done, and just like the United States, they got the job done. But there's still room for improvement, and I think that fans can't be too bothered. You know, I don't think they could be too angry with. Uh, the process so far, but at the very least, it's it seems like it's clicking, and and I'm and I'm happy not just because of them getting two wins in a row, because but because of the bigger context of good things happening for for El Tri. You know, they're 
they're playing in a system that seems really similar to Tata Martino. So in theory, it's going to be easier for the players to, you know, adjust easily when they move up to the senior team. So, and it's really, really impressive to see some of the confidence from some of those players, like, like Cordoba, like Alexis Vega, like Charlie Rodriguez as well, you know, Antuna, like that's, it's definitely a good group of players and they're, they're making progress little by little. Now they've got a pretty big game coming up against the U S it's interesting as uh, that, you know, I think they're getting the job done. They're scoring the goals. I think in that very first game against Dominican Republic, they it could have been like three zero at the first half. Like it wasn't like people were kind of complaining that they weren't scoring more, but the chances were there. And then, you know, we also didn't have Macias who's our, our best scorer. Um, and then against Costa Rica, I, I think, I mean, the, it wasn't like they even took possession at all. Like, I mean, Mexico just kind of ran around and took it lightly almost. Um, I'm liking Cordova that's already already has four goals. Now the incorporation of Macias. I mean, you can saw what, you know, Santi came in. Uh, Uriel Antuna. <laughs> it's like all the Chivas players doing some crazy things that they, they're playing so well in Chivas just because of that space. So I'm excited to see, you know, now against the U.S. and seeing the U.S. I watched them against the, the Dominican Republic and they struggled, like you said, Cesar, in that very first yeah. half. I really thought, I'm like, wow, like they could stay 0-0. Um, but then, you know, it, it didn't, and, and they scored that many. So we'll see what can happen. Yeah, um, at, least, at least really, I mean, just for, yeah, for Mexico, when I'm, when I'm thinking about like last week too, like I just keep thinking about like the bigger context once again. And I think it was kind of cool. Obviously, like I said, there's there's room for improvement, but I mean, there was definitely some like really bright moments for today. I mean, just look at that counter that they had <laughs> for, for the goal. Uh, it was just like the best counter I've seen in, in soccer all weekend. But I think it's them, you know, finding success when you've seen other good news last week, last week for young Mexicans like Mexico, you know, doing well and qualifying for the next round of Olympic qualifying when Edson Alvarez, you know, 23 year old Edson Alvarez, you know, scored for Ajax when Diego Lainez returned to Real Betis's uh, starting 11 when Arteaga had another assist in Belgium and and if you really want to look further in, in Liga Mekis, I mean, just Roberto de la Rosa scoring a game-winning golazo against Tigres, you know, just 21 years old, you know, Eric Lira playing well for Puma. So Alex and Deca, like, I, I could go on. It's It was, I guess, in short, it's just really cool seeing Mexico doing well in Olympic qualifying and also just to see a number of young talents having a pretty good week overall. And I, I know... I know we're, we're, we're right to worry about the potential that the U.S. men's national team has because there's no denying that. But, I mean, we also can't ignore what Mexico is producing, too. There, there's room for improvement when it comes to sending these players abroad, but there's still a lot of young talent for, for L3 to look forward to. Oh, definitely. And, um, I, I mean, if Mexico loses against the U.S., it would be, I would think, a big failure just because of the team that the U.S. is fielding and, I, I don't see that team getting past Mexico. I mean, maybe score one, but to lose. Um, and then, you know, kind of we'll see. Now, just like you said, they're both part, they're both now in the semifinals, and then we'll see. I mean, a lost ticket would be a major failure for Jaime Lozano, and we'll see. Yeah, it's it's also, sorry, just gonna, like, I, I think for, for against the U.S., it'll be, it's, it's going to be interesting, too, because, like, with both teams, like, I know we want, like, a really tough, tense battle, but keeping in mind that both teams already have a spot guaranteed into the next round and then that next next game is going to be deter- will determine whether they qualify for the Olympics or not maybe we'll see some rotations in this game against the US rotations. maybe 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Osorio, you is know? that you? <laughs> but like, I do wonder if this game won't have the the intensity that we want, and maybe we'll see some backups, and we'll and if we'll see the U.S. and Mexico saving some of their energy for the semifinal. I mean, I still think it's going to be a really good test, um, even if you put in all of the backup players. But I, I do wonder if they're going to save a little bit of their energy for for the semifinal match that'll book their spot into and will potentially into the Olympics. What's on the yeah, other? I think bracket? they probably will because. I mean, it's not as, I mean, they don't have to be overconfident, but I do think that it would be wise to just rest some players just a bit uh, and make sure that they are like 100% ready for the semifinal, which is the key game, to be honest. I mean, if you make it past the semifinal, you could still lose like the final, but both teams that make it to the final have a ticket to Tokyo. And that's the whole point. But um, yeah, I, I would guess they might risk like some of the players, like Cordoba maybe. Um, I think the only player they actually switched from the first game was Mosso for Loronia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I could see like a couple of changes going through. Maybe Macias finally getting some minutes like in the starting lineup. Um, yeah, just probably just a couple of changes though. It's like I kind of don't want him to just trash the US. <laughs> well, you said you kind of yeah. don't want to or do want to? No, no I don't, I don't want them to do make again. changes. I don't want them to make changes. So that way we have the best team playing. Yeah, it's it's, it's but... tough because like cause, like the U.S. still doesn't like we mentioned like I mean from what I've seen I haven't watched like every single minute of their first two matches but like they look a little disconnected sometimes I mean it seems like their midfield's kind of okay but um, who was there was a writer for American Soccer Now like uh, I was like reading some summary about how the U.S. is playing and I think he kind of like put it pretty well at least from what I've seen is saying that like they aren't exciting but they're pragmatic. And that they so far seem like a team that's built more to not lose than to win, if that if that kind of makes any sense. So with that in mind, I do wonder if even if Mexico put in some alternate players, if they save their best and save their energy for the next game, maybe they could still get a win against this U.S. side that I don't know they haven't they haven't looked their best from from what I've seen. So it's something to keep in mind. The timeline is definitely showing a lot of apologists already saying, you know what, for what it's worth, this is Mexico's A team. I guess against the US's C. Oh, yeah, team. they already started. Yeah. So they already started. It's so. not Mexico's A team for this age group, though. It's definitely no, not. No, they're several hundred miles away. It's like a B minus <laughs> team, then. It's, it could it's be a like a B plus team. It is a pretty good team. I think it is like the best team available for that. It's the best. Of it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty yeah, good team. Yeah, it is. Like, the, and like I a get solid eight. I would say so. <laughs> You're you're missing like in theory Linus on the wing, Edson Alvarez defensive midfielder. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's like Cesar that's Montes, a ten. Like, like Sanchez, Adrian said, it's like miles away, so it's like a solid yeah. eight. Cesar Montes yeah. wouldn't be on this team. Like a California eight, not like a mm-hmm. yeah, you know, <laughs> California an Idaho eight. A California eight. What does that oh. mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Oh, oh wow, jeez. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> California. <man. laughs> it's more like a Texas six. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, no, I'm already seeing the excuses. Well, you know, this is in Mexico, you know, this is in the US, because if we had Dest and McKinney and all them, true. Yeah. But you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't. I mean, in that case, it'd be interesting to see the three over each players. Like I'm I have two questions, and I know we need can't really I mean, we gotta win this in order to go, but let's just say we win. And I want to already ask this so you guys can one, what are the three players that are gonna be? And two, is there going to be a new jersey? 
Adriana, oh. do you know this? Because know. every time for the Olympics, it's not. Wait, so do you know this? <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? I didn't want to ask to do this. We congratulate you on the jersey you just like revealed like 10 minutes ago, but are you getting a new one? <laughs> I, like for a couple of months? I'm just saying. Like, I think I, they just might because um, I'm trying to remember when it was 2012. Nope. We they actually, the it, it was actually, it, it was at the high, it, it's a different sponsor. Mm -hmm. So it's actually not a question for Adidas. It, it would be a question for whoever is sponsoring the Mexican delegation in, in the Olympics. <laughs> I really, oh my God. That. I think it's a Chinese brand. Is it, is it still, it was last time. I have to, I have to, I have to check that, but yeah, if it is, it, it would be a different Jersey. Actually the one in 2012 was pretty cool. That was a good Jersey. Yeah. That was a cool, that, that was, that, that was, was a cool Jersey. I think they would have done like a lot of money if they would have like just made sure that you could buy that actual Jersey. I mean, obviously also because we, we won the Olympic gold medal, but still it was a pretty cool Jersey yeah, and yeah. I, it was really difficult to get it. I mean, I know like two people have it otherwise, like I wanted it. I just didn't never, I never found it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why I was, um, I'm like, I don't know who to ask, but I don't want to like, <laughs> I know we're about to reveal one, but are we keeping this one? Or, um, I think they're, yeah, from what I remember, the Olympics one. Yeah. In 2008, that wasn't, they were playing with that one, with the regular um, Mexico jersey. So it was weird that that they had that Olympic one in 2012. So we'll see. We'll see if there's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I'm looking at, yeah, it is. Um, there's this Chinese brand that's called Li Ming. And they're the, the, the sponsors for the Mexican delegation for, for Tokyo. So I'm guessing it's up to them. Dun, dun, dun. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, well, we'll that. I think that the cool thing is that is, since it can't have like any sponsors or any brands or anything, it's actually like a pretty like neat jersey in that sense. It's just like color, just like Mexico logo on one side and then the sponsor yeah. on the other. And that's still just about it. Well, we'll see. Uh, and then, you know, the talks about obviously the, the, the three other players, which somebody was it uh do the i think was saying that it could be salcedo ochoa so i think there's some rumors out there well we usually go for like a goalkeeper and someone mm -hmm. on defense so i mean obviously everyone's talking about vela possibility of making of him making the olympic squad as well be so awesome um it doesn't sound like far-fetched because I think you also would need a striker. I mean, you need someone like either defensive midfield or just like, yeah, like regular defense. Um, I think everybody gets a goalkeeper. I think that's why you kind of go for the goalkeeper because you just need that experience and someone that's like really like mentally really strong. Um, so yeah, I, I would think that you, you'd go for that. I mean, it's, it's, it's what we've done before. I mean, we got Salcido for 2012. We had Corona, Salcido, and Oribe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think they go for that combination as well. again. Yeah, something like that, like striker, defense, or like defensive midfield, and yes. then a goalkeeper. So yeah. Carlos Vela, Guillermo Choa, and Rafa Marquez. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Their average age is going to go up tenfold. <laughs> bring, bring Rafa back. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, I think it was, yeah, who, I forgot, was it? I forgot who it was from Tudani who was talking about like potentially Ochoa and Salcedo going, which I think I'd be pretty happy with. I'd be happy with Ochoa and Salcedo going. And then the question is who who else would the third person be, ideally in the attack or maybe in the midfield. But maybe if it's not Vela, maybe if he's if he's fully fit, maybe Raul Jimenez. I think I, th I think Mexico. I know people are, are thinking maybe he should be better 
you know, fit for the gold cup. But I think, I don't know. I, I would prioritize the Olympics. Yeah. I would definitely prioritize the Olympics over the gold cup. Maybe, I mean, I guess maybe if Mexico ends up losing, doesn't win the nation's league, then maybe you try to give a little bit more attention to the gold cup. But what if Mexico wins the nation's league? You already got, uh, I don't know. Cause like, what are we, what are we qualifying for with the, with the gold cup? And I think Mexico could still, do a decent job even without Jimenez, even without Salcedo and Ochoa in the Gold Cup. So I don't know. I would definitely prioritize. Yeah, I, it. I think you have like enough players to, I mean, not miss any of them. To be honest, I mean, I think I mean we we could do without Raúl in the Gold Cup squad. Have I don't know Pulido and, 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 and you know, like someone else come. Pulido, Henry, Henry, Mar- Henry Martin. Henry Martin. Well yeah, probably at some point, maybe even Chicharito will come back. Um, yeah, goalkeeping position. I mean, you have they've called up Orozco, Corona, Ochoa. Um, I, yeah, I think you're kind of covered. So, yeah, I just give. I think I've heard more um, the possibility of them giving just a bit more advantage or just more more priority to the Olympic squad than the Gold Cup squad. At least at this point, um, that's what we've heard. That Lozano said he talked with Martino and he had some priority at this point. So I'm guessing during the summer it might come down to the same thing. Just be like. Who do you like? What three players do you need? And I'm pretty sure they have like someone to just sub them for the Gold Cup squad. Yeah. Chicharito. Chicharito down. <laughs> All right. Well, Mexico's playing. Uh, the, the senior team is going to be playing here on the 27th versus Wales. And then again, uh, Costa Rica on the 30th. They're already training today. I didn't even know they already, they were, the, that team is together. I saw they was called up early last week. And um, there was a lot of talk that uh, the MLS, players were were called and but ultimately you know they're they're coming together this is the first friendly of 2021 and again the schedule is packed but uh, they get to play uh, Wales. In there. yeah that's right that's right Efrain was called he flew or, with Jonathan this week yeah I think well, he, can still, he, they, he, he can still he can still here's where I kind of get and maybe says another he needs to do he needs to play two games three games technically yeah. Two. Hmm? I forget the exact, but I think I mean he's still associated with. Oh, it's not. It's not like he ever made the switch to. <laughs> I forget. I should really look this up. I should. I should be, yeah. <laughs> no, they the U.S. let him come with the with Mexico. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who, what was that one tweet? It's just like. Oh, oh Amy, gosh, what did that, that tweet say? So <laughs> no, no, there was a there was an article that came out that somebody wrote that supposedly the coach of the U.S. said. Yeah, well, you know, go ahead and accept this call up to, you know, so you can find to get a feel, you, get a feel of it, and then you can come to the US if you want. And then there's a tweet like five down below. It's like, yeah, that's what you say with your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You can cheat on me with someone, but then, you know, come back and <laughs> you really want to be with me. <laughs> this will be your opportunity to actually know the truth. <laughs> also, yeah. really quickly with that roster, when was the last time that we? had a call up to for the senior national team where a player is unattached to a team because Hector Moreno is no longer playing uh, for the team in the, in the middle East. When was the last time we had an unattached player with no club? Oh, wow, I actually think it wasn't too long ago. Was it, wasn't oh, Fabian? Really? Not have, didn't have oh, a maybe. Was it Marco Fabian? Was yeah, he unattached? I, think, I thought Fabian yeah. didn't have a team. Oh, you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> it's, it's just still, still a little weird. Uh, I think just, Neri Castillo uh, didn't have a team. Really? Oh, remember when he when he's playing with Chivas for a while? Or yeah. I think right before the Copa America and the or, Yeah, um, I vaguely remember this. Yeah. 2007. 
Dang, has this happened like a lot more? I, I was at first I was like, yeah, this has not happened a lot, but maybe this has happened no. a number of times. Yeah. Well, usually during the summer, it's just like at that point where they're like between teams. I, I think it happened. Didn't Hector Rivera yeah, for, that happen with him as well? He hadn't signed maybe. with like Atletico. Now that I think of it, I think Efrain Juarez was in the same four or like Guli Pena or someone like that. Like they don't even have a team and you're calling them. Dang, how many of our players don't have teams? <laughs> like, how often does this happen? <laughs> it did just. Anyway, uh, it's interesting. We'll see that. But it's like, I mean, but it's interesting roster. I think for me, when I'm like, if I'm looking forward to this game, like what stands out to me, well, it's, it's two things. It's first, it's it's Henry Madathine. Because uh, when you're looking biceps. at. You, <laughs> yeah, man. His, his biceps. <laughs> Bicep Martin. <laughs> but. Um, when I'm looking at this starting 11, you see a lot of like familiar faces. You're like, all right, you could have Chucky on one wing, Tecatito on one, Guardano, Herrera in the middle, Edson Alvarez, you know, Moreno. That's, it's, it's, it's the typical setup for Mexico. But because of Raul Jimenez's injury, you're thinking, all right, is it going to be Martin or Pulido? And what comes to mind is just Henry Martin's form for, for America. And I, I think I was talking to Carlos about this last week. I was talking, or for, who I was talking to, I forget, but. It's interesting, but because, well, unfortunately, because of Raul Jimenez's injury, this could be a pretty busy year for Henry Martin. I mean, even if Jimenez, like, comes back to full fitness, like, Mexico's going to have a lot of games this year. And when you're looking at the number two, everything's still up in the air. You know, you're wondering, is it going to be Macias? And if Macias isn't playing at, at his best, could you really rely on Chicharito right now? You know, Polido, it's, we still have yet to see if he can be playing at his very best for all three when we don't know what his forms will be like in MLS. So now you're looking at Martin, who's having a really good start to 2021. You're thinking maybe Henry Martin's be getting a lot of minutes. And if he does well for Mexico in this international break, then maybe he could kind of guarantee himself, at least for the new year future, like a number two spot for, for all three at striker. <clears throat> I don't know if I've like, it's been a while since I felt really good about our senior team and the, the youngsters that are coming in and in yeah. between like and then we have a, a coach that knows what he's doing not that the others don't but like the class and i don't want to start getting too excited for it but just checking out the sub 23 team which i think it's the best olympic team we've fielded like that i can remember um with the talent that's coming in like all the players that are that are playing like in in the minutes that they had and it's not necessarily like a, a young team like these guys these guys are getting the minutes on the field for their teams and then you know the senior squad you, the mexicans abroad that might not be a lot but they're doing well and they're playing right they're, who can we say that is not getting that uh playing time that's 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 abroad and obviously raul jimenez and hopefully coming back to 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 100 by the summer but he, I don't want to get too excited. I mean, Tecatito's doing amazing things. And then on the other side, we have Chucky Lozano's doing great things. And then Raul keeps up his form. And now we're like, who do we feel in the middle? It's Guardado to, you know, Charlie Rodriguez, Hector Herrera, um, Jonathan Dos Santos, you know, Rodolfo Pizarro somewhere in there. Then you have the wings. Like, we have, I don't know. I don't want to get too excited. but No, there's depth. I, like I mean, there's a good, yeah. good team that we, I don't remember having this great of, like, in, I don't know. It's. It's pretty well because, like, we haven't even talked about, like, you know, like an Eric Gutierrez or a Jordan Dos Santos, you know, like a Luis Robo. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like, you know, Araujo, you know, Gallardo, you know, any of the goalkeepers, too. It's just like, it's for now, it's a pretty stacked team, you know, and you, you feel pretty confident about this side. And like you said, when you look at the younger options, it's not like, 
Cordova is like, or Cordova or Charlie Rodriguez or Aguirre or Johan Vasquez, you know, almost the entire starting level. It's not like these players struggle with minutes in Liga Mekis. Like they almost feel like veterans <laughs> at this point, you know? So it's, it's, it's definitely They're scoring a, better. Like, yeah, was doing what he's doing. Yeah. You know, then you have someone like really like Santi Munoz and we're like, dude, the guy's that's doing good. You know, who's the youngest, who's the youngest in that team? It's gotta be, I think it's gotta be Munoz. Munoz, like, and yeah, I think it's Munoz. Yeah. He's playing, he's scoring. You know, those are like the young, young guys that are coming in and doing this. Um, it, it could be maybe that the, the 24 year old age, I mean, how old is Cordova? Is he already past the 23? Because obviously, this Olympic cycle, is, they're giving it a year. I think he is 23, but still, yeah. No, I see. Yeah, so, so, so I mean, we're he's 20, yeah, he's 23. He's going to turn 24 this year. Yeah, so, I mean, so I mean, I we'll see. That guy to leave pretty soon, to be he honest. Should. He should. Yeah, he should. And, I mean, and, I, I was expecting him to actually leave like last year, and now it just seems as though it's like just at the, at the exact moment he should start like thinking about leaving. But he didn't. He signed like a like a new contract with America, like like a few months ago. A few months ago. Oh, did he really? I might have I might have missed. I don't know. Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean that he has to stay. It just means as though they could just sell him just a bit more expensive, right? <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. So we. So what you're saying is we're going to defeat Wales, defeat Costa Rica, win Nations League, win the Gold Cup, get another gold in the Olympics, win all the World Cup qualifying <laughs> games for the rest of the year. Boom! Let's go. Sail into Qatar and then win the World Cup. Easy. Smooth. Easy cake. Simple stuff. I a really bold statement like, from you, Lisa. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. No, I. We'll go I ahead and see, just save it so we can go. Ahead I don't and see it. anybody that like like especially in Concacaf. As much as as much as everyone's talking about the U.S. team, like if we don't win that gold cup, it's going to be huge. Like we have a pretty stacked team, and these guys are just barely coming together the, as the U.S. So we'll see from the Nations League. We'll see from, but I don't foresee us losing. Like we shouldn't. Um, if you look about at that 2012 Olympic team, Corona, and then you have Chavez, Mier, Reyes. Jimenez, Enriquez, Herrera, Salcido, Fabian, Peralta, and Aquino. Um, but if you look at that, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, Aquino was. He, he, people were looking at him, and he was like, "I mean, I, I think some of this, this, some of this team went to the to the Copa America. Remember that the, that's a team that won the Copa America and just got destroyed." Yeah, and okay. I, and I think as of now, like, well, without a Copa America that we would potentially struggle in, I think Mexico def, definitely has the balance to. To not only do well in the Gold Cup, not only do well in the Nations League, but you know, also do well in the Olympics if they qualify. Because we're going to look like real idiots if, if Mexico is <laughs> a qualify for the Olympics. <laughs> and we're already talking about three players who should be going. And if we're talking about uh, you know, yeah, them yeah, having yeah, a really good year. Win. Yeah. yeah, they got to win. But when those three players come in, that's what I'm saying. Like, Cordova is already a national team player. Chad Rodriguez is also a nat- yeah. already a national team player. You know, all those guys. Did, did anybody debut with, aside from Santi? It was interesting, actually. Speaking, of which I think it was who, who was a commentator through the end that was saying that Eric Aguirre that this this is his second time taking part in the Olympic qualifying uh, process for L three, <laughs> like that. He's been so. I think he, well, he's one of the twenty four year olds, but this is his second time taking part in the Olympic qualifying process. Dun dun dun. I don't. I don't remember who said it, but I did see it. They also tweeted it out. But yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's twenty-four. Wait, he was how do we do the last, the last process? The last uh, we did terribly. Um, wasn't isn't that the Landine? I think 
Yeah, no. We, no. No. No? Why would God, you say that's the only one I really remember. What would you say that was, such a with, thing? That was Hugo Sanchez for the 2008 Olympics, and we got... That was 2008? Olympics. That was 2008, Amy. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. This, and this. we also had Santi Fernandez, remember? I think he actually doesn't even, like... like he, It's Palette. impossible to get an interview with Dude, him. he had cool hair. Sir, anytime I hear Olympic qualifiers, I just think of landing in the Stop Hub Center. Dude, just. he was so good. So let's see. So we, so we, so we tied Germany... And then two to two, and then we beat Fiji five to one. But because we lost to South Korea one nothing, uh, we didn't make it to the next round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's that interesting. Oh, it's interesting. Who? We played Germany and South Korea. Oh, Who's in that team? In that team, let's see. I don't remember anything about that Olympic yeah, squad. Yeah, neither do I. Maybe it's because we had to qualify for the next round. We're like, nope. Oh all wait, right. wasn't that, wasn't that uh like the year after I joined FMN? Wasn't I covering that? Those Olympics? I don't remember now. I, I think so. It was at Rio, right? <laughs> yeah. Mexico. There was a lot of stuff going on. It's, it just passes by everybody. Well, see, so, Isn't so, that the so, same year that uh, the Chile oh, game happened? So let's see. Thala went. Oribe went. Oh, Oribe went again? Yeah. It's, yeah we had Chaton. Didn't we have like Chaton still or was, something? Was no, Chaton, no. I don't think so. Left after oh, no. Yeah, he didn't have no. It was 2012, so yeah, we've been over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was 20. Okay. Eric Gutierrez, Pizarro, Cesar Montes, Eric Aguirre, Victor Guzman. That was Guzman, a pretty good squad. Carlos Salcedo, Torres Nilo. I, I think I think the oh Chucky was there too. I, I would take the current. Torres Nilo was the overage players. Uh, yeah, he was 28. Yeah, so we had Tala uh, and Torres Nilo, and the other one was Imperalta. Imperalta, yeah. Those are those are. I would yeah, take that the was Ochoa is definitely gonna get to be the this this he has to be. I don't know, but that's the thing. That already made it. And so did Corona. Corona already got one. Tala already got one. Now it's Ochoa's. Nah. Curado's not bad though, and also Malagón's not bad. Watch Ochoa, Layun, and Chicharito. Boom. They're they're all best friends. Well, we'll see. All right, all right, all right. So. We'll check it out. The game is Miércoles, right? Mexico, US, the Olympic. Yep. Yep. And then the Mexico versus Wales, which I'm just trying to figure out like anything about Wales. I know that they they, they also play the US, don't they? Yeah. I think they play the US too. And then yeah, that's on Saturday. And then, Saturday. And then three days later. Yeah, the final well, actually the, of the Olympic qualifiers is on Tuesday. And then we play Costa Rica with the senior squad on Wednesday. Yes, 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 yes. And then after that, no Mexico games, I think, for the Mex tours, if they if they announce it sometime in the beginning of summer, I think. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Anything else on the national team? No, I think we covered it. Yeah, I think we covered it all. Yeah. How are we doing on time, <laughs> Ms. Producer? Fine, I guess. Do we have a time limit? <laughs> <It's> fine. <laughs> <laughs> we have that. All right. Uh, really quick to edit Liga Meki Cesar. Wrap up. Uh, yeah. If you haven't had a chance yet, check out the highlights of the Luca versus Puebla. Uh, four to four. That was incredible. Uh, no, it wasn't. A Sunday morning. I'm trying to relax. I'm over here trying to just lay down for two seconds. I took a shower halfway through the game. When it came out. Goal after goal after. I have to tweet those out. (laughs) These players don't realize this. This It's just rude. 
Like I'm trying to eat. Going into the shower like, and it was two to one, and I came out. It was four to four. And I had no idea how that happened. I was like, this, just, this, this is how, how, how. <laughs> Amy, are you bothered now that League of Mikey's is now very exciting? Dude, no, no, I'm not bothered by that. But like, I have to tweet out these goals, so <laughs> I'm like, like eight goals. I'm just, just like trying to chill, and then it's like goal, and I'm like, oh, stop scoring, please. Just take a break, <laughs> goalies, defenders. What are you doing? Like. It, although yeah. it was highly entertaining like nobody cared after like those last like the, the 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 final goals from both sides it was like nobody cared it was wildly entertaining and then Leona's back to- y'all Leona's back just gotta say that yeah oh my. It, it, unfortunately what sucked is that that game was happening while Mexico's Olympic team <laughs> yeah. was playing I'm I was like, like this sucks man I, no, I, you know, I started watching it and then I'm like man this Mexico game is like it's good but I know what's gonna happen I gotta watch Leon. <laughs> And then I see, ah, dang it, they scored. And then I go back, ah, Leon scored. <laughs> All right. Shout yeah. out to Cruz Azul really quickly, too. Uh, getting that win over Atlas. And now they have mm-hmm. uh, 10 wins in a row, which apparently... They're just finding t- new people to new ways to disappoint their fans. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, they do all this fantastic stuff in the regular season just to not during the league. It's like, what record have we broken recently? Oh, yeah, let's see. Yeah, consecutive victory. Yeah, let's see that. Consecutive victory is for Cruz Azul. America in the semifinals and deal in the game. Adriana let's, can let's. write all the articles she wants, but she still has not been able to write <laughs> Cruz Azul champion. Cruz Azul, current league MX champion. That just hasn't happened. Happened. Cruz Azul only has the record for them, the club, not like a full record. Just they're, they're, I think they're two victories away, and it was Leon who had that that record. Oh not, yeah, like, like last year. Yeah, you know that already. <laughs> I know that's all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they played Juarez or three more victories. Three more victories. They play they, they, three more victories. So three more victories, they tie the record. No, right? two more, two more victories, they tie because it was twelve. Okay. Yeah. So they have Juarez next. Then they got Wait. Chivas after that. Oh, come on. Oh, and, then the, and then the the game that would help them break the record would be the one against America. So, so Ooh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Chivas, let's go, America. There you go. That's at least four or five articles for through the air right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. I'm actually just jotting them down. Like just... <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what's going to be funny is they. <laughs> You're gonna see them publish. They're gonna lose against Juarez on Friday. Watch. They just once you you want uh, Cruz Azul to do something, that's when it doesn't happen. So we all want them to beat Juarez, so that way they can get good. I think so. I think now it's fallen to the other side of the pendulum. I think now people just want them to fail. I don't think anybody wants them to succeed. Like like most people. I, I think a majority of people enjoy the Cruz Azul. I'm just tired of having like the same like. (laughs) topics just come up every single tournament like are you now gonna break the curse now how do you feel about breaking the curse and is the curse important to you how did you inherit the curse like and whatever player like new player comes in is like have you heard about the curse and it's it's just like all the same every single time so yes please win something already (laughs) speaking of stuff like that i'm gonna go ahead and speak for carlos and uh why is nobody talking about tigres um because they're not nearly because because it's 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 a reverse it's a reverse cruise of soul that's what's going to happen is that they're going to like sneak in at 12th and then they're going to qualify for the final and that's and they they're probably yeah. going to lose it but they're going to qualify oh. for them jet lag is still real right yeah they're like they're like mr liguilla they just make it happen somehow but, but shout out to Noel Guzman for uh, allowing for some golazos because uh, he was like 
you look like a midfielder <laughs> out there. Hilarious. And then that, that hasn't been the first time that's happened this season. Hasn't been the hasn't first been the time that's been the first time in the game. Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> been the first time that Tigres have allowed a late goal, but shout out to Roberto de la Rosa, 21 year old striker from Pachuca, for hitting that uh, shot from distance. That was hilarious. And you're yeah. just kind of like, oh, you, yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see in this uh, Liga MX preview on Thursday with Cesar. No, no Liga MX preview. There's no, no Liga, Liga MX. <laughs> FIFA friendlies. Come on, we saw. I'm sorry, guys. Did you forget? It's international. We're talking international soccer. We're talking international soccer for like 50 minutes. It's just that I, I just like to say there's, there's a Classico Feminino on Saturday. I, That's I what I'm like, talking ooh, about, Adriana. That's what I was right. about to say. No, 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 no. Of course you were. No, no, no. It's because I was looking at the matches. I'm like, okay, so Cruz Azul was Juarez, blah, blah, blah. Okay, with Leon Toluca. Ugh. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. No League MX preview. But are we still going to have a show? I don't know. I mean, I'll just be chilling here. We can home. have a crossover. Cesar, you want to be on the Our Football Pod? Ooh. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. On Thursday? Huh? Are you going to do it also on Thursday? We, we usually do it on Thursdays, except oh, okay. if Adriana and I are busy, then we switch it up to Wednesdays and Fridays. <laughs> yeah. We'll have my people talk to your people. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, we uh, we made it another Mexican soccer show. Able to record it, all about the Selección Mexicana, and then some Liga MX thrown in there. Um, yeah, so the game's on Wednesday, and we'll see. I think yeah, I think Mexico wins. I don't think they struggle in this one. And then I think I that semifinal so, yeah. is going to be harder. That's why. They, by the way, what's happening in the other bracket? I haven't looked at it. Canada. Uh, um, they were tied it. to zero at okay. Honduras first place, tied to zero against El Salvador right now. Canada is in second place, and Haiti is in last. Place. Canada. Yo, shout out to Haiti though. They're real ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. probably against. Yeah, we'll probably face Canada. Uh, I kind of wanted to face Canada. But it could still. Have, I mean, who knows? I mean, just because Canada still has to, still has to play Honduras, and we'll see what happens in this game, but. Because yeah. Canada could have get the win. They only have four points, so we'll see what happens. Could be interesting. Oh, but Canada and Honduras have to play, right? Uh, yeah, Canada still has to play Honduras. Oh, because yeah. if Canada beats Honduras, then there's the points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they'll have seven. I just, I, I just like the U.S. playing in Canada because I feel like it's when they freak out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, it's been another edition of the Mexican Soccer Show. We'll see you all next week. Lots and lots and lots of Mexican soccer happening this week. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Amy, thank you. Adriana, thank you. And Cesar, okay, thank you too. We'll talk to you all next week. Hasta la próxima.